Welcome back to another episode of the Scholar's Guide to Writing. I am Dr. Patrick Reyes. I'm a Chicano scholar, author, writer, president of my guild, and I write about liberation. And that is what we're talking about today. Writing is liberation. Now, I don't mean writing is liberation just for you. Telling your story is incredibly powerful. I'm not talking about the individual. I'm talking about writing is liberation on behalf of our people. So this is an episode dedicated to the community's ancestors and our descendants about how this work, this vocation that you've chosen to do, promotes liberation in our world. Before we get to our practice, though, Do me a favor. If you've enjoyed this series, please give us a five-star review and share this podcast with a friend. Are you ready to write? Now, as always, clear your space. Make room for writing. That means get rid of distractions. Close all of those tabs you have open. Get open just your Word document or have your journal in front of you. And let's get ready to write. Now, here's your first prompt. Liberation isn't just for you. Liberation is the work of your ancestors. Before you even got here, you are able to do this work because of the space they made for you. So I want you to honor your ancestors. I want you to write about how what you do honors their work, their lives. So name who your ancestors are and write a letter back to them, thanking them for the space they made, and the ways that your work honors their commitments or sacrifices their lives. Write about your ancestors. Now that you've recognized your ancestors, I want to talk to you about dreams. What does being a scholar make possible for you? What dreams did you have 
for you when you were all grown up to write, to be a published author? How are you setting your dreams? Take just a moment to write about what your dreams with this vocation, with this call, with this work is. In your wildest dream, are you a New York Times bestselling author? Are you the president of your guild? Do you have a journal dedicated to your name? Have others honored your work with a festriff where people have reflected on the things that you put into the world? What is it that you're dreaming up as a scholar? Now that you've done this work for your ancestors, you've named those dreams that you have. I want to talk to you about passions. I want to talk to you about your writing. I don't want to read a boring script or manuscript or book. You don't like them. I don't like them. Write with your whole heart, mind, and soul. Make me laugh. Make me cry. I want to experience your world. Give me the full range of emotions. So here's my next prompt. If you are writing for liberation, I want you to liberate that emotive self in you. What makes you cry or laugh? What brings you joy about this work? Tell me a story in the next two minutes on your sheet or on your Word document. Why do you do this? Who are you dedicating this work to? What is it that you're passionate about in terms of your writing? Don't leave any emotions at the door. Tell me, why are you passionate about this work? Who does this work liberate?
finally, I want to do a little futurism for you, all right? We're going to talk about your future self. And if we know anything about brain science, you are a stranger to yourself, that projection into the future. So if I ask you five years into the future, 10 years into the future, what is it that you're doing in the world? If you've listened to the archive version of that, that imagining of that future self that archive, that library is really hard to do because you are a stranger to yourself when you start to imagine your future. So we're going to do a little practice to help you see your work into the future. So allow me to introduce you to your future self. I want you to think 10 years down the road. Imagine you're looking in a mirror. I want you to see yourself. See yourself looking at the mirror. Now I want you to notice that you've aged 10 years. What has changed in your face and your hair? You probably have a little more wrinkles, a little more gray. Or if you're like me, you've lost all your hair completely. What is it that you look like in that mirror? Now, I want you to imagine what you're wearing. How has your style changed? You're 10 years into the future. You style yourself in a new way. These clothes that you have in your closet right now are no longer the clothes you wear. How do you represent your people? How do you represent your community? How do you represent your commitments as a scholar in what you're wearing as you look at yourself who's a little bit older in this mirror 10 years into the future? Finally, I want you to answer the question, what are you getting ready for? You're sitting in front of a mirror. You are getting ready for something. You're preparing to go out in your vocation as a scholar. Maybe it's to give a public book talk or a lecture or to lead a faculty meeting or a guild meeting, or maybe it's a public interview about your latest book, your latest release. Allow me to introduce to your future scholarly self 10 years from now who looks a little bit older, who has a different outfit on. What are you preparing to do? Think about that. Now, I want you to come back to that blank sheet. Write down what you saw. What did you look like? What were you wearing? Where were you going? What were you preparing for? Take just a minute to write down that future self.
the life of the intellectual, the life of a writer, of a scholar, is about liberation. It's about talking to your ancestors, realizing your dreams, being completely passionate about your work, and seeing yourself into the future. That intellectual who is offering the wisdom, traditions, practices, knowledges that we so desperately need. It is an act of liberation. I have one last prompt for you. Define what liberation is for your audience. How does your writing liberate your audience? If you need to go back to that audience chapter, you can. You can absolutely see who your audience is. But I want you to think about who you're inspiring, that next generation who's coming behind you who has never read someone who has done the scholarship you have because no one has paid attention to their ancestors' dreams and passions in the way that you have. No one has seen themselves into the future like you just did. So I want you to imagine the reader, the audience. Who did you liberate with this writing and why? What activated in them? What sparked in them this hint of liberation? What set their soul on fire because of the words you wrote down? Describe them. Say who they are and what it is that you think helps them find their liberation. Thank you for taking the time to write about what liberates you in this work. Thinking about your ancestors, your dreams, your passions, who you are in the future, and what your work is going to do for your audience. Thank you for joining us on the Scholar's Guide to Writing. We hope you got a little bit further in your writing journey to think about writing as liberation. Thank you to our producer, Elsie Barnhart, for this episode in particular. And if you need help writing or you have a theme that you want us to cover... 
write us at doctoralinfo at ftleaders.org. I can't wait to see how you might liberate your people, yourself, and the broader public with your writing. 